I'm Joey. And I'm Brian. And you are watching and listening to In The Middle. Oh my, oh my gosh. God. Hello there. How weird. And you've got a, for the, your first video, we thought we had to do it with a bang, really. Yeah. Ultimately, right? We're ridiculous. Um, we're at the Shard for Christmas. Um, true. And we're in London. The last recording was in Los Angeles, and here we are. And uh, we're on our Christmas break trip, seeing the family, meeting my family for the first time. Da, da, da. Dun, dun, dun. Um, yes, we are. It's been fun. Yeah, it's been awesome. It's been uh, new explorations all over the place. Us navigating each other, navigating new places, uncomfortable places, um, and wonderful places. Uh, yeah, it's been great meeting his family. Uh, how crazy that is. Yeah, I've been here two weeks and Brian came last week, so he's been a week after me. Mm-hmm. Um, and it just worked out really beautifully. Um, we have, uh, you know, it's my first time bringing any partner to visit or to meet my family. And uh, so it was, it was naturally um, a process. Is it a process or is it, it's naturally... Well, it's not never really navigated. It's definitely not that, not no. that dramatic, but it, I was definitely nervous, yeah. right? So, um, and nervous... For everyone, so for Brian, for me, for my parents, for my sister, for my nephew, for my friends, and just just to make sure that Brian feels uh, loved, safe, welcome, and mm-hmm. for my parents and my family to also feel um, respected, and uh, as we navigate through these new waters for the both of us, it's, uh, you know, it's never, you know, it's not hard being gay in this day and age, however, there are still certain things that aren't uh seen as social norms maybe yeah i mean it's it's it is hard for many people still but it's it's also like they're just things that haven't been navigated before for us in particular and i think for gay people generally like we don't have exact replicas to go oh this is this can be a normal thing this can be something we do um how do we you know navigate this and and that works with just like our family as well like We've never, like you said, you've never introduced someone to your family and that's going to cause, you know, you having to learn new things and explore things that you've never had to talk about before. And I think that's development and growth and uh, exciting. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> and uh, exactly. That was spot on because even as nerve-wracking, nerve-wracking, it wasn't never, as nervous as I was. Um, A little nerve-wracking. <laughs> I um, have been had these beautiful moments. Uh, and it's the simple moments, right? It's not necessarily going to this extravagant place to have this extravagant thing, although those things are very nice. Yeah, those are happening. Um, um, but some of my favorite memories of this trip were just sitting at a coffee shop by Liverpool Street uh, with my parents mm. and uh, having coffee and... Your mother clutching my arm the entire time. <laughs> yeah, it, was, it was quite Oh, my God, I loved that. Um, and, mm-hmm. yeah, my dad just... Being so uh, welcoming and open, and just this this beautiful spirit, and uh, and um, ultimately, I've always wanted to make my parents proud, and I didn't know how to do it, and I didn't realize it could be just by being me. Um, we did have this talk, yeah, yeah. we did. Mm-hmm. Um, and um, I used to think it was about trying to get fame and fortune that would uh, compensate for the fact that maybe I brought shame to them for being gay, and. Um, in my process, I've realized that um, as unlovable as I might have felt at one point, uh, that's definitely not true today. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. yeah, that's brilliant. That's well, very well said. Yeah. A lot of people can connect with that is that we're compensating for something that we don't know that has changed and allowing them to grow and go through change and then allowing us and then meeting in this new place together sometimes is exactly just what happens because that's 
we can't hold on to those pieces of our past or else we can't develop forward. Mm. Um, I think it's very important. And that's up the new territory. It's, it's funny, I have a six-year-old nephew and the idea of introducing Brian, who do I say he is? Is he a friend? Uh, is he a boyfriend? What am I family comfortable with? It's not just about me. Uh, I have to uh, make sure everybody involved uh, is heard and we find a compromise that might be most suitable for... It's... What's the word? Where it benefits... Symbiotic, symbiotic. Yeah, that kind yeah. of. Uh, what is it? It's a. Uh, yeah, just. Mm. I guess it's that. I'm tired, so I can't think of the word. But there was something specific I was thinking of, and I yeah. can't think of it. But. Well, and I'm. No, I think that's well said. I think it's navigating new things yet again, and. Um, My nephew's so smart. He he kind of he figured knows. things out. He, <laughs> he knows. knows. <laughs> uh, yeah, it's, it's more thing. telling parents that he knows, and it's mm. fine. And you know, I think something about compromising, um, in which. You know, you don't feel like you're compromising yourself or your being, but you're also able to respect other people. And even if they have different opinions, like if if it wasn't OK, if it wasn't OK to say we were boyfriends or something like that, like it's not going to hurt me to be like, oh, this is where they're at. I can meet them there because it doesn't it doesn't bring me shame or feel like I'm compromising who I am. It's just respecting where they're at. And I think that's something that's missing a lot because we immediately go to fight or um, to getting angry with somebody because they're not, they can't seem to meet us where we are when actually it's about us taking away, I don't know. Um, Although, yeah, and I agree with that completely, uh, but because it's my side of the family correct, I'm, and yeah. it's my nephew, I also feel that there's a responsibility on my part to, because uh, I'm really close to my sister, to make sure that... Um, I'm not his parent, right? And I don't think that it's easy to be a parent. I just uh, can only give um, a different perspective and let them figure out how they want to navigate certain things. So, yeah, it's not about just, uh, you know, this is us and you're going to like it or not. It's right. more about um, how do you want... Uh, well, that's exactly what I'm saying. To, to, yeah. Or how, like, I have a deeper desire to not want to lie to my nephew um mm. i think growing up i thought that that's the only way i could survive was to lie um mm -hmm. and i don't want that to be my nephew's experience that he knows that other people lie and he can't trust anyone yeah. that makes me so sad i want him to feel safe with his people who he calls his family and the people that he loves and he knows that when he comes to them or when we come to him there's transparency and there's love and he feels it and he trusts it and that's mm -hmm. what i want for him and not because not about me being gay it's more about just loving him unconditionally and, and him feeling that that's all. yeah i think that's really i mean it's about i think the cycle of lying doesn't doesn't end unless we end it unless we you know very openly end it and it's it's you know the parents job to figure out how to approach the subject itself but i think if we approach what was the tell the truth or at least don't lie? I think that's that's become a thing. Jordan Peterson. Jordan Peterson. We yes, love you. he's he's introduced me to <laughs> him uh, and a few others, and yeah, I think that was a really eye-opening thing because I was like, oh, turns out even if I can't tell exactly what's occurring or the whole truth in some way, I never have to compromise myself and lie, which is compromising myself. I don't have to. And I think that's what it's all about is you don't have to compromise yourself to respect others and to meet them where they are. Totally. Uh, and I think that's where, and you know, in my position where I'm in a completely new place and meeting people I do not know, like 
until I'm asked, I don't give my opinion. Um, and I, I well, to you, <laughs> that that's not true with him. Um, and it shouldn't be. Right? No, so, no, that yeah. is very true. Uh, um, I don't know if I'm in the frame or not, so I'm moving. No, you are. You're I, right here. I was laying, and no, then I was no, like, no. I need to sit it's up. Big. It's big. No, it's uncomfortable. It's big. It's beautiful. yeah. I think it's hi. as long as yeah. Hi. Did you um, see the background? Yeah, it's very exciting. This London. is not something we do all the time. It is a gift, and we're very, 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 very grateful. I'm blessed. Oh, my yeah. gosh. We're so I, lucky. Oh. Yeah, I have to also say, like, I said it tonight at dinner because we had a really beautiful dinner, and I sort of realized sometimes it takes these really extravagant things, and it doesn't have to be extravagant, but sometimes when you're in a very... Um, you've been going intensely for a while or something, it takes something really wonderful or intense to be like oh this is life this is what's happening right now and i can enjoy this and it slows us down and um i don't know it just felt like a i can relate to that it's mm. more about like when i go traveling i say I'm, i always feel present when i'm traveling and i can connect the dots it's because it's mm. it's not a monotony of everyday <clears throat> life it's something yeah. that's different and it forces <gasps> you to be present interesting so i have a question for you because yes. we're just kind of veering off how do we do that in our everyday life <gasps> dun, 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 dun. We did not know this was going to be the question. But how do we stay how? present in everyday life? Yeah, how do we or do find well um, find those joys? It's funny, those, yeah, yeah, yeah. It's uh, or break the norms of monotony. Yeah, right. The chains. So um, it's funny. I remember hearing a podcast about even something as simple as taking a different route to work each time mm. rather than the same you know mm. if you drive or walk and you always take the same route there are other ways to get there yeah. and, you might and ready for the good or the bad along the way so there's that and then mm. there's um, just doing different things same as a workout mix it up or uh, yeah. change um, I mean it's been lovely being here because I don't go to my usual coffee shop and I'm having different things and things I love from my childhood memories and I have a lot mm-hmm. of nostalgia from be it candy bars, chocolate buttons, uh, boost bars. Boost my bars. Name, uh, he's uh, been giving me a lot flat of flat whites. I never have a flat white in, in LA, so it's a really treat here. Yeah, I'm having them every day. Yeah, Costa Coffee. Yay! Yay! Thank you. <laughs> They're not sponsoring us, but could you? <laughs> um, we'll take it. Yeah. No, I also think that you know, being open to allowing those breaks to happen more often or in different ways also is really important to breaking the monotony. Like. Um, you know, going to a nice dinner or... And we, we do these things sometimes. We Yeah, I think every, whatever you do a lot of, it kind of gets a bit old or familiar. Yeah. So um, it's really imperative that, that you have things that are familiar, which ultimately make you feel safe, but things that are unfamiliar, which make you feel excited. So mm-hmm. there has to be a, an ebb and flow of both. Yeah. Uh, too much familiarity gets boring. Too much uh, of the unknown. Spontaneity. Spontaneity yeah. can be exhausting yeah so just finding a happy ground yeah i do find also something that we do we do these saturday dates as for we've done it a couple of times over the past few months we try to do every saturday night is date night um it can change we're not stringent but i think something that became really great is instead of making it what does the other person want to do and guessing and getting confused and being like oh no will they enjoy this we do something that we want to do like what I what I want to do, and and he yeah. has to go along for the ride. So that then I experience new things. Yeah, he experiences new things. We know it's going to be outside of our comfort zone or totally in my comfort zone. So we switch off. As an example, date day. I don't know if we spoke about it in the last po- podcast, but date day when we went climbing, I freaking loved it. Oh, and he was. I was so nervous going in. I didn't want to go. Yeah, he was resistant. <laughs> I was like, and I don't want to go here. Joey's nervousness <laughs> comes in in such an interesting way because uh, not interesting. I learned interesting is such a interesting interesting <laughs> a judgment apparently in Britain. Oh, um, but, uh, 
his nervousness comes out as resistance. So sometimes I have to push a little bit. And so actually something I'm learning now is how to navigate pushing without pushing in the negative way. So that's something that literally, I mean, nothing's ever been pushed too hard, I don't think, or, uh, but I'm realizing some of the things that I want to do, maybe I have to be like, oh, this is actually something I want to do. And I know he's going to enjoy it when he gets there, but sometimes it's just getting over that little hump. Um, and I think that's really interesting because I'm still navigating how to uh, judge when, you know, exhaustion is exhaustion, which is, I think I've judged well. He's, you know, how does uh, that um, work exhaustion? But in other times being like, no, it's good to get out of the house and try something new. Like with, we had some friends over once and it was a blast. We had, but we had, we had a little argument right before. Oh my gosh, what a great time. <laughs> and I they forgot. walked in and he immediately was like, we just had a lover's tiff. And I was mortified because I've never done that. And I'm someone who would do that. But for him to just do it, I was like... Um, it makes us human, right? And, yeah, uh, and we're they not pretending it. to be anything <laughs> other than who we are. And, and it was a lover's tiff, but even a tiff like that is purely out of love, right? Yeah. You want an event where you're having friends come over to be perfect or to be as smooth as possible. Yeah. And then we get some shrimp and we didn't realize that they weren't oh, deveined. That's right. <laughs> and so they're literally Human. minutes away and we had to scramble to, to peel these shrimp and to clean the, what's that called? Their veining, deveining? Devein. And it was a nightmare and we were scrambling to get it done before they got there. And we were still, I was still working at it while they yeah. were coming in. I was like, running around doing other things. But, um, and... Yeah, so it was just like a, a, a stressful kind of like, navigating through a challenge put together as a, as a couple. Yeah. And so it might sound like you're getting on each other's nerves and that, but it's ultimately that you're both really stressed and you're kind of trying to figure out uh, how to uh, fix a problem. Yeah. Um, and I think actually telling them also took down all the walls between us four. Like they immediately are like, oh, we do this, this happened to us. Ah, ha, ha, ha. And it just launched us into connecting on a deeper level, yeah. which is sometimes really frustrating when you have friends over or you're trying to connect and you don't really know how it turns out vulnerability being, is key <laughs> vulnerability is key i love yeah. that um, if you allow yourself to be vulnerable in, uh, in the presence of others you uh give them permission to be vulnerable back yeah that's been my oh. experience yeah say that again sorry if you are if you allow yourself to be vulnerable in front of other people mm. you're giving them permission to be vulnerable back i love that that's very important. I feel like that's a good nugget. Uh, what um, I used to be profoundly amazed by was um, the fact that um, with strangers too, uh, people, before you've even opened your mouth or spoken, someone will decide whether they like you or not. Mm -hmm. So there's a lot to do with how you carry yourself also. So yeah. it's not just about words or connections. Yeah. I don't know where I'm going with that. That's no, I love random. that. Well, I mean... Yeah, it's mirroring. It's it's. Uh, I I I think that's something I really. I it's not code switching, which is the technical term for, you know, changing your behavior, or the way you speak around different people in your life, which we all do. You know, we speak differently in front of family or in front of friends or in front of lovers, and um, it's not a negative, but being really aware Conscious, of that. Okay. It can, well, it can be very powerful because then when someone walks in, they they have a bunch of bags and they're like rushed or something. You can create a, you know, your calming presence, or if you have the awareness to create that, you know, or you understand how that person interprets that, or they're, you know, you know, that person, they need the, oh, let me help you. Ah, and they're like, ah, and then we can just relax together. I think, mm. um, I think that sort of connection and code switching and getting, uh, you know, just reading people is very important. Um, yeah. Yes.
So, as we talk, and we don't know where this is going, none of this is rehearsed or revised or anything. We just uh, have dinner. We have dinner. I was like, what should today's topic be? <laughs> and we hadn't even spoken about what we said that we, today's topic would be. And it was more about... Sorry for the dinging. I need to sort that out for you right now. Um, Do it. It was more about... Um, you want me to do it? No, it's fine. Okay. Never mind. It was more about um, talking about uh, layers of love. So here's hmm. Brian. Here we are. We're here for Christmas. He's meeting my family. So we're pretty serious. Even though we've been together for just under a year, um, that doesn't mean there's no value in that. And there's a lot of value to that. But <laughs> it's more about the, you know, um, I don't even know why I need to say that because it's irrelevant. I think it's more about um, some people might see significance in time and so right. if you've been together for three years then they think you're more serious versus you know I'm, I'm just making it very clear that we're pretty serious that we're here right now i wouldn't be introducing someone i didn't think i was going to spend the rest of my life with to my parents if i didn't think i was going to be spending the rest of my life with them um that being said um you know what what i'm realizing or what we're realizing in this journey uh together is uh it's starting to get scary rather than fun. <laughs> it's getting scary. I'm not afraid of losing Brian, although sometimes I may, <laughs> I can go there uh, by, you know, him not talking to me for half a day. I know, but he doesn't love me anymore. Um, but uh, yeah, it's just all of us have, have fears, right? But it's not those fears. It's a fear that, oh my gosh, um, someone has given me their heart and I want to protect it and keep it safe. Uh, how do I do that? Mm. And, you know, you know, when you're walking through the world, um, mostly single, and then you're thinking to yourself, if anything happens to you, it's you that's going to suffer and you're okay with that. You're an acceptance of that. And it's, it doesn't scare you. It's not painful. Um, but when you have someone else's love, life, heart, um, that you're in possession of, it becomes really scary uh, mm. that you don't want to, um, hurt that person, I guess. And none of us can choose whether we love, fall in love, don't fall in love, fall out of love. Um, um, what happens? So we just have to show up for the story and mm. and um, and love to the best of our ability in this moment, irrelevant to what happens. Mm. Um, and that's scary. Um, it's vulnerability, vulnerability to the max. Yeah. Uh, yeah. So a few days ago, yeah, there was, there was this moment where I guess I was quiet for the day and I actually thought he needed space. So I was like, okay, I'll give you space. I'm frustrated. Let's just like, I wasn't, I don't even know why, what was happening that day. What were we doing? Do we have any, it doesn't matter. Point being is that, yeah, it became uh, a, a deep fear started encroaching on you and I was not super aware of it. Uh, and you know, what, Number one thing that was great is you immediately said full out what, you know, you were afraid of or what you thought was going on. And I was like, what's happening? Like, and I, um, I, and I just had a thought about this circling back to the length of time, you know, we have this deep love and we're, we're navigating uh, a relationship that's under a year and that, that does matter. But when you, you know, from my background, like I moved every two years growing up, like it's not about time, it's about connection with people. So it's it's sort of easy for me to um, very quickly be like, oh, hello. Um, and there's probably trauma around that too. How interesting. Of course there is. But, um, but there's also this sense of being able to feel safe. And so with Joey, like we're still navigating sometimes if something new happens, which me being quiet is rather new sometimes, 
you know, how we, how we navigate that. There was a better point, though, that I had that you were saying about, oh, it's just about fear. And as we're learning about each other and the fears, new fears come up because we're getting closer, I found it really interesting because when we're, when there's more to lose, we uh, not only get more fearful, but we nitpick or we look for things that could go wrong or we feel like something could be going wrong. And, and so we're, we're sort of right, right now or the past week, maybe figuring out how to communicate past those things. And you know, recognize, oh, these are real things that are happening. These, um, how do we, how do we approach each other when we're feeling this way? This morning I woke up sort of on the wrong side of the bed emotionally for myself. And, um, Joey wasn't, he did what he always did, which is he comes in and there's usually coffee involved and he gives me lots of kisses. And, um, and then he just asked me what was going on. And, um, I don't think I had a clear answer then, but you gave me the space to, talk maybe unclearly and then tonight we maybe excavated it a bit more over dinner um and i just think that we're learning each other's pattern and uh what makes us i don't know how we communicate um yeah i feel like there's more there though yeah uh, there are other as you were talking i was just thinking about there are other types of fears that crop up too right as we love each other more right i i every time i think i love him as much as i can i find myself loving him even more um, and differently. So there's different layers of love and different types of love. And maybe the initial is the, uh, just the physical attraction when you first meet someone. Then it's uh, certain elements of uh, mutual interests. And then it's uh, mm. uh, being interested in, in someone else's points of views that might be different to yours and getting excited to learn more about each other. Um, but the, um, whatever was I going with this? The love that I was thinking about was that um, a few days ago when I was getting insecure was that I was loving on him a lot that day and he was quiet that day. So I got very fearful because uh, I was like, oh, because like sometimes, you know, when someone's too into you or too much, it repels you. And you're like, oh. <laughs> how can I touch this? Oh, God. And so I was like, oh, my God. And I was like, what do I do? Uh, and do I have to pretend that I'm not into him as much as I am? Oh, God. Oh, no. my gosh. Oh, wow. So that's where my head went. Oh, that's so funny. That day, so. Yeah. No, that's fair. I mean, uh... Yeah, I'm so, I'm still, I'm already, like, I don't even know what's happening for me that day. Um, interesting. I think it was, uh, um, I'm very, I can't hide my, hide my emotions on my face when I feel things. Uh, there's no chance. There's no chance. Um, <laughs> it's not a good thing. No, um, I'm very quick to be like, okay, we're sitting down, we're talking. Uh, we went to Kew Gardens the other day and it was shut. Oh, yes. <laughs> well, this is what happened. So we oh, wow. get there yeah. at uh, two o'clock. Uh, 2.06, we got to the gate, and they're not letting anyone pass the gate at after 2. And it closes at 3. And now they're apparently sufficient, so getting in at 2 would work, providing you're out by 3. It is 2.06, and the man insists, because it's 2.06, um, we can't go in. And so I'm a little bit extra pissy, because I... Um, I guess when we got there, um, we had to stop and get some snacks, and I didn't really want any food. I just really wanted to get there. <laughs> had we not stopped and got snacks, we would have got there. Which in you time. didn't even address. And which we would is have so gone funny. in. I couldn't address it because how am I sure is that? Well, I was in front of Jake too, so <laughs> That's it wasn't just me. <laughs> <laughs> well, it would have made me look. In my head, internally, I went to, oh my god, if we didn't stop to get these snacks, we would have got in. And so I was just pissed inside, and I was like, oh my god, I'm just being a baby. And then I was just trying to keep it internal. 
And so Yeah, yeah. So he was on the train. I could tell he was upset about it. I actually didn't realize that you really thought we'd have made it without the snacks. So that's so funny. Because um, we only spent like three minutes in that place. So mm. I think we would have still been six. behind. Okay, maybe <laughs> six, whatever. That's very possible. But uh, that was, because I didn't think anything was wrong before that. But I do, I, I was very quiet for sure. And then you started, because I got frustrated. I wrote something. I'm going to read it. I'll just like scan mm. it really quickly. Yeah, let me yeah. just see. Let me just see. <laughs> Because I wrote, this is how I process my thoughts, because sometimes I think too fast. So I have to write down notes. Um, and this is what I wrote. I will maybe skip some of it. No, it's not okay. that one. You don't have to be oh. fake. Oh, it's about, oh, yeah. Do it. Okay. I don't remember. Uh, this is a self-fulfilling prophecy of being down and tired. Often, it often feels like it's a place uh, that's always being expected to be let down or things won't work out. The best of times... Uh, seem to be the moments of extremes, whether it's happy and free or very sad and afraid enough that coping mechanisms won't work. And the distractions come. Work, email, money. Things that look like the problem feel like the problem but aren't. Uh, there needs to be an evening out so when things go bad, you can breathe through it. It's not about joy or humor or acceptance even. It's learning to be less phased by the difficulties that happen around you. They're not happening to you. There are circumstances around you that only... Um, that. The only thing you can control is how they affect you, something like that, uh, which sounds basic. And these are things we all know to understand, which makes it that much harder. The knee jerk reaction is to roll the eyes at this. And then I stopped there because that's when I leaned over um, in the subway car and was like, and we like made eye contact and we were thinking. So it was weird. Um, and then I read that to him soon after. And then we when we got home, that. he was writing that on the train. And he's so <clears> sweet. He, he read it to me and we just it, it allowed me to free myself from uh, this loop I was in. It was a loop of just negativity of just being frustrated that my needs are never met. The, 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 the victim, mm -hmm. the victim, the victim. And I was like, mm -hmm. oh, my gosh. And he pulled me out just with well, that. Yeah. Self-fulfilling prophecies are so powerful. Not even victim. I just I want to make that distinction. Um, yeah. So it was beautiful that you could pull me out of that just by even taking the time to want to help me get out of that thought process right so we didn't get into Kew Gardens I could have had a different mindset right my perspective could have been different it's like oh well and had a, a really carefree attitude towards it being like okay we can do something else yeah like dance down the street fun. on the way back which is what I wanted to do yeah oh and the trees are so beautiful like that that sort of thing like that's yeah, I'm like oh that didn't work unfazed by uh the the hurdles of life yeah. and just kind of taking them in your stride and i don't seem to do that very well i seem to get frustrated at hurdles mm. uh and i'm inconvenienced by them versus just being like okay let me see the blessing that comes from this hurdle um, yeah and it doesn't have to be oh the blessing yeah i mean i always say it's like what can i else can i do that's yeah. fun that's available to me rather than get frustrated about something that i can't change yeah i i always say the universe uh which i thought that was very well said i feel like i, I wasn't waiting for you to stop um but uh i do feel like when those things go wrong, I do think that the universe is protecting us from something else. Something else would have happened in Kew Gardens that wouldn't have worked out. Like, I really think we're just like a ball bouncing off the edges and the universe is on either side, just kind of bouncing us along the river. Or and... sliding doors. There's a reason for everything. Sliding doors is beautiful. Sliding doors is the thing my sister said when I'd met my brother-in-law before she'd even met him. Just goes, oh, synchronicity. Synchronicity, that's my word. Sliding Doors is a movie about synchronicity oh. and how, oh. how do you, she, oh, she didn't get on the train it. just in time and then you see her life play out completely differently. Wow, that's just, oh, I love it. I wasn't supposed to live in LA um, and then COVID happened. Ooh, excuse me. I tried to hide a burp. 
My bad. Breathe it out. <laughs> okay, yeah, I always he holds everything in, including his burp. So we're working on it. We're, we're I'm making him burp. Breathe it out. Breathe it let out. Let it out. Let it go, Belch. Um, yeah. Uh, well, I think that's everything. Um, you have to let it out, or else it stews, and that doesn't help anybody. Um, mm-hmm. uh, but yes, yeah, sliding doors, synchronicity, the best. Uh, I really, I've. That's a recent change, and there's people in my life recently who have really helped me understand that and see that and realize that, um, you know, the universe is actually working with me and everything, and it's working with me. This is, uh, gets a little spiritual here. Is that okay? Sorry, everyone. Um, but, you know, I'm not confined to just this, who I am right here. So whether you believe in any sort of religion or you believe you're going to be uh, food for the earth one day, um, I think my purpose is greater than just Brian. Um, and so I trust my that the universe is taking me down that path, whether that means uh, reincarnating in a certain way or learning a lesson in this lifetime or feeding a certain plant because I move across the world. Yeah, yeah. I think it's even more beautiful. I think that's beautifully said. I think it's just that life can be even more beautiful than that. It's just like mm. we were listening to that podcast a couple of days ago about like... Uh, that guy is the the girl broke up with him. Like, this is a completely different context, but she broke up with him, and how he's thought about that, even though it was twenty years ago, and how mm. she's probably un- unaware that that he's had. He's right. thinking about that today. The one sentence. The one sentence. Yeah. And it's fascinating how we don't know how powerful we are in the world, and we won't know what difference we've made, mm. other than just trusting that if we are um, trying our best to be a value somehow, to mm-hmm. say things that are helpful, to uh, and your mantra. To be powerful, yeah, yeah. To with, uh, I'll say that in just a second. But to be yeah. powerful with our words, uh, or know that our words are powerful. So we we choose our words wisely. Be impeccable with your word. One of the four agreements, um, and um, just living in the now. And um, explain the four agreements really. Just like a brief. What are the? There's four that? of them. Um, with what? I'm gonna mess these up. Uh, That's okay. Be impeccable with your word. Um, I've never heard these. I don't. What are the four agreements? Who are they from? Or what are they? Oh, Paul <clears throat> Colelio. I can't remember Dalio. I don't even remember, but he is pretty incredible. Oh, cool. No, no, no. That's that's all. Oh, I, that's second. actually sufficient. I wasn't sure if it was supposed to be. Oh, but I think um, the I think um, it would be very helpful if I were to tell you what they were. Is this still recording? I think, I think so. Right? I didn't, didn't mess it up, did I? No, you're good. We still going. going. We're still flying free. Okay, so let's see. <clears throat> uh, I should just be able to type in the agreements. What are you for? What are you for? Agreements. Internet's so slow. It is so slow, so I'll sing a song for you. Um... Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, what's what was your mantra? We can we can just dig over there. Tell mm. me. I made him to make. Okay, actually, I'll give I'll give a little bit more context. So yeah. after that note that I wrote him, um, and I read that, and I had him sort of the way I work with Joey is I um, I hold his face and I make him look at me, um, and then I make him open his mouth so that he's vulnerable and open, um. And it's very difficult sometimes uh, to do for him. And I've recognized that, and that's something that I love working with him, if he's ready for it, if it makes sense in the moment. Um, but during that, I was like, for a few, not just a day, um, for a few weeks, I've I've been like, or maybe a week or two, uh, I've been like, I need you to get a mantra. I need you to, like, when you get frustrated with something or something doesn't work out, and, you know, a mantra to pull you out. So, um, yeah, like, 
all boundaries are conventions or let life flow or, you know, those sorts of things. And the one, it's, uh, where, no, it's, my mom's is wherever you are, be there. Thank you, mom. Um, and that's uh, a very important thing. But it was, wow, what was it? Why am I forgetting it? Uh, to also where, oh you're exactly where you're supposed to be mm -hmm. that's what it is and that's first of all in this world that's really hard to do because we're indoctrinated with social media and you're FOMOing and you're looking at what your life could be different or how it could be built up or um, you know what if you did this thing and what if you did this different that's my challenge um, but it's also I think a very good reminder in those moments to be like oh um, where you are is exactly what is supposed to be happening um, is exactly what where you're supposed to be, who you're supposed to be interacting with, what you're supposed to be doing. And that doesn't mean you're stuck in it or anything. You can, you know, whatever choice you are going to make to get out of it or change it is going to happen. Uh, but you have to trust that there's a process and there's a B between A and C. Um, and that's often, you know, like us being here, he sort of, he's been very stressed for the year because it's been a, a tough time, a very busy work schedule. And he really wanted a beach vacation. Um, and I, it was lightly said in some ways, and uh, it, it worked out differently. I, I, at one point, said I can't wait to meet the family or something of the sort, and thus, this became the, the you know, the vacation we took, and... Yeah, that being said, though, I don't, <clears throat> like, um, I, I even think I look exhausted right now. I'm tired. Uh, it's been a busy year. Um, I don't regret coming here. Uh, mm -hmm. I, I love that we've spent it with my family and we're here in London and we're having a great time. Yep. Um, it's like a city break. A city break is not restorative. It is uh, exciting and mm -hmm. fun and adventurous. Um, there's nothing restorative about this break, even as those with family. I find being around people that, that being around mm -hmm. love to a degree restorative. It's not the restorative that I would get if I were on a beach reading a book for two weeks. Yes. Uh, but, and that's what I was craving. Yes. But to my point with that is that this might have been exactly what needed to happen, though. So maybe it's not, you know, maybe the restorative. But I always say, this is oh. something I learned in opera, is when you're in an uncomfortable position or you're exhausted or you're in a different country, which is what we would do. We train somewhere no one could speak the language. We're so uncomfortable with everything around us, we can actually change. And that was something that I was like, oh, you know, we're learning things about each other and we're processing things like the self-fulfilling prophecies. And, you know, that maybe it takes this exhaustion, this shakiness and this like almost annoyance to be able to change and to accept things and see how that actually, I don't know, exhaustion does a beautiful thing sometimes. It's when, you know, you push past that final hurdle that sometimes the real change is made or the muscle is bigger for the first time or you, you know, you run the extra meter. So I just, I trust that. And that, that was sort of the point I was making was, um, you know, maybe this vacation. And I think he knows that. And I'm not saying that it's wrong to want a restorative vacation. And of course this is not that. Um, but I love that this is what's happening. Cause I think it is doing something. I think it matters. Mm. Um, yeah. Yeah, I've yeah. loved every minute being here. I have no regrets. Um, although, um, <laughs> I'm tired. Oh my gosh, you're so funny. <laughs> no, he's, I'm tired. He's, he's and qualifying. I feel no, no. He's qualifying. I feel oh, really no. ugly and tired and fat. Uh, uh, I'm going to say it. Oh dear. I had a meltdown earlier he about did. being fat. I feel so unattractive at the moment. Um, and it's okay. 
Mm. I don't even know why I'm sharing on a on a deeper level to other people. That's my private uh, own stuff. I don't. Mm. There is uh, a, their intimacy is great. Uh, there is such thing as overshare, and so I try and figure out where is the line. And um, how I don't much have do I a line. Share. Um, so I'm just trying to figure that out. But um, I did want to tell myself I'm not <clears> feeling <throat> my best. Uh, I think as you. Uh, yeah, just my body yeah. isn't the same as it once was. And um, it's uh, challenging to navigate to not over-identify with my image uh, because most of my life it was about image identity. Mm. Mm-hmm. And so mm-hmm. um, as I have left that and uh, uh, more about heart, which I, I, I'm not saying it in a, this is superior, this is better, and people yeah. that want And I think there's a balance. Just, and I right. think there's a pendulum swinging right now. Yeah. And it might go back a little bit, but... And it needs to for <clears> me personally and not for everybody. Um, mm-hmm. But yeah, I'm just trying to find... Uh, a place of <laughs> what was the line I said to you earlier? Um, why can't I be attractive and happy and happy at the same time? <laughs> God forbid. Oh Were you happy I... when? Okay. Well, I, I, in my to my point that I was I'm gonna tie it together is that uh, this is his B and there's an A to a C and the C is coming, but you have to trust that it's coming and that this B is necessary. Hmm. Huh. This B is necessary. Ah. Oh. I Lovely. love it. And then there'd be a little bumblebee. And uh, that would be the logo of somebody's. This bee is necessary. Hmm. It's kind of cute. Um, anyway, what else? Um, uh, I love that you shared that. Wait, let me not steer us away from that right away. I love that you shared that about that vulnerability. And I don't think that's oversharing. And I think it's very important. That connects more. And um, yeah. Yeah, it's funny. As I was having that, um, my fears are... Um, many things. I don't want people to look at me and think, oh, he's let himself go. I don't want people to judge me. I don't want to be ridiculed or shamed or embarrassed by it or other people think negatively or less of me. Um, I don't want to be unattractive for my partner. Um, and That's a, he's not unattractive. And, you know, those deep fears, then it goes to, I don't want him to fall out of love with me. What's he, why is he with me? Uh, and so you start to just spiral. And so my fears come up and, um, it's more about, and it's not even about like, I know that there's unconditional love here between us. I don't think that, uh, I don't think, I know that Brian's not that way. I know that he loves me to the point irrelevant to my size. However, it's more about, we all want to be the best version of ourselves for our partners. Um, and, I don't feel my best right now, so it makes me sad. Um, mm. He earlier he said I, uh, it makes something about how it makes me feel about how I don't want it. I don't want you to feel bad for being seen with me or something like that. And that made me very sad because that that's projecting one's own emotions onto somebody else. And I think that's uh, it's 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 very important to distinguish that that can't that can't enter because that projection is what you know, then you're putting feelings on me that, you know, just don't exist. Uh, and that's, um, yeah, I, you got a little emotional there for a second. Mm-hmm. So I, yeah, there we go. Good mm-hmm. for you. Good, 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 good. Hmm. Hmm. I think, uh, we should end this. <laughs> He's like, I'm done. <laughs> I'm done with this. Turn it um, off. <laughs> I loved our first recording from London being on, on, uh, on Spotify with video. Hello. Mm-hmm. I can um, move the video camera and show them the view. feature 
Uh, we're super yeah. stoked about that. So we did want it to be, um, you know, we happened to be here tonight. And was like, why yeah. don't we do our first podcast? Do we, do? we look In so London. cool. Look how cool we look. Um, um, it's all smoke and mirrors. <laughs> these are real. Um, no. We're very um, lucky and I'm very grateful for these moments and they're moments. And uh, yeah, I th- yeah, no, I don't have to go down that path. But Okay, so we are no. three days away, three days, two, two days, days away from Christmas. Mm-hmm. And um, yeah, just uh, kind of, I always love to just kind of remind people what this time of year is about. And it's not my job to remind others. Jesus? Remind myself of what this time of year is about. It's about love for me, about connection. Mm. We did a beautiful thing this morning. We prayed together. We said prayers. He said, I, he said his first and I said mine. Uh, mine are very, I, they're my daily prayers. So a lot of them are the same. Mm-hmm. And then I just then talk to God and say what mm-hmm. I want to say. And then we do a that gratitude list. Out yeah. of the, the funk. That mm-hmm. did help. Uh, which I'm not a big, I'm not a big religion person, but I am a big spiritual person recently. No, not super recently, but that did help this morning. I love mm. that. Mm. Cute. Um, and we did a gratitude list, and then we meditated in the sauna this afternoon. Uh, so we've done all our spirituality buckets nice and full. <laughs> um, and we've had a really lovely day. Yeah. Um, Should I show them the view? Can I? I do really it. Do it. Okay. Before he Sorry. goes, I'm going to say goodbye and Merry Christmas. Goodbye. <laughs> Merry Christmas. <laughs> We've loved opening our hearts to you and we hope that it's useful. Bye. Oh, yeah.